This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm uh, excited and I don't want to be here. What? <laughs> what do you mean you're excited and you don't want to be here? I'm excited for something else that's happening in my life Okay. that isn't happening here. We're in the HeadGum Studios in New York. We're back. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice in Marika's here. recording us off mic right now. Yeah. And I'm uh, happy to see Marika. The, the boys are back in town as we walked into the studio at my request. Yeah. It was the nicest welcome welcoming I've ever gotten. I'm sure it was the nicest nicest you've ever gotten. I mean, I've been welcomed to a lot more places I've than I've seen have. you thrown out of more places than I've seen you welcomed to. <laughs> you might have, yes. <laughs> I've seen you enter places. I haven't seen you welcomed well, when into I places. Well, I enter with you, I'm not going to get a warm welcome. <laughs> right. At best, it's going to be neutral. Oh, Kids are going to be happy brought, to see he me. He brought it, Tom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that, that, that you know, we're we're now uh, neutral. Hide the we silverware. You ever steal something from somebody's home? No. At like a party or anything? No. We saw all those photographs when we were in high school. Yeah, I. St- that wasn't me. Yeah, I I was always too afraid to do it. But uh, one time, uh huh. I this was a. What do they call it? Like a repressed memory? <laughs> I remembered it the other night for the yeah. first time. I was really drunk, like okay. probably 2007. It was a repressed childhood memory <laughs> where no, no. you were very drunk? Oh, 2007. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I never said childhood. This was your adult life. Yeah. But like barely. Man, technically, no. I, I was in my, I was in, in like my in practice, 20s. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I got drunk, and I don't know we. You were probably there. Yeah, I'm, I was there in 2007. I was there most times. You were drunk, I would think. Yeah, and y- you were. Uh, you had to buy me beer because I looked too young. What? Oh, <laughs> 2007. Yeah. Yeah. And it's before you grew the beard. Yeah, and uh, I went to a party of a friend of a kind of friend. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember who the friend, but it was like. A yeah, that, that's what happens in your twenties. Yeah. You go to parties where you're like, I don't really know whose party this is, and they don't want me here. But yeah, and I I stole a DVD. <laughs> Why? I don't know. What of what? Dimitri Martin stand up. <laughs> Why'd you do that? I don't know. I don't even really like Dimitri Martin that much. Yeah, I mean, and that's also like, uh, that's a, a not a specialty DVD, but that's a, a a specific DVD. It's not, you know, oh, everybody bought this movie. This person was probably a big Dimitri Martin fan. They probably watch that DVD all the time. Yeah, and I remember now waking up the next morning and feeling such shame yeah. that I did that, that Good. I threw it out. Well, that didn't solve the problem. I got rid of the evidence. <laughs> right. And then apparently so when the cops, stuffed that memory down yeah. real deep. Well, when the cops showed up looking for the DVD, <laughs> it wasn't there. Yeah. And I could truthfully, I had repressed it so effectively. Oh, you would be able to pass a lie detector test. I passed test. the lie detector test. Oh, you test. did? Yeah. Uh, they, they administered one. Yeah. I huh. mean, they had to find out who stole the DVD. Yeah, and DVDs used to be expensive back in the day. Yeah. They're not like they are 18, nowadays. $18, $19. Yeah, if it was on sale. Yeah. Uh, what are you excited about that is uh, hampering your excitement to be here? All right. Last night. Is it that the lights aren't right enough? 
Look, we're in <laughs> these lovely studios. Uh huh. Um, when we used to, re- when we weren't recording at the studio, we would record at your home. Yeah. And you would insist on putting, uh, and it was too weird to bring up when it was just <laughs> me and you. I'm glad to have Marika here, um, because it was just me and you. I didn't want to be like, why are you turning on exclusively dark red lights? To like, it's so dark in your apartment, and yeah. you d- you have these light bulbs that. Yeah. Yeah, I can make them any color. Yeah, and you, you made them dark it, red. Shout it out a different color. I would have changed them to that. What about just normal? Eh, normal's boring. You see normal lights every day. You don't see red lights that often, unless you're in the district. Or if you're driving a car and you're at an intersection. That's true. You know, I didn't think about it that way, Tim. How boring of me. Yeah. Next uh, time you come when back, When I went to your be... apartment, I was like, I feel like I'm waiting for the light to change so I could get on my way. <laughs> Next time you're in my apartment, Tim, I'm going to make them the color of a summer sky, the brightest blue you've, you've ever seen. You're going to think you're on vacation. I get so mad when I'm sitting at a red light in a car. I it's know. It's you can't get back. Yeah. You're well, not doing anything. You can't get anything. There's back. open road right in front of you. Yeah, I mean, you can't get this Johnny Law tells you, oh, no, you, you must stop here. Even if there's no other cars coming, they don't trust you enough to be like, look, I'll go. Right. Well, sometimes they do, and in those cases, they put a stop sign. Hmm. But where where they can't trust you, they put a light. Yeah. Uh, why aren't you excited to be here? Uh, I'm not not excited to be here. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I think, <coughs> what you said exactly. Tonight is night two of the Jeopardy Greatest of All Time tournament. Oh, yeah. Um, And I want to get home and watch it. Oh, it's DVR it or I something. I did DVR it. Okay. You can but watch it when you go home. I don't want to be spoiled. How, who's going to spoil it? They're going to be talking the, the about it out on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. No, you'll be fine. They're going to talk about uh, Ken Jennings' uh, come from behind win against James Holzhauer. It sounds like you already know what happens. No, that was last night, Tom. Oh. You said tonight's night too? Yeah. Oh, so come from behind within that game, not within the... Uh, uh, yeah. The series. How long is the series? All right. Well, it's as little, it's as few as three nights, uh-huh. which encompasses six games right. or three matches, um, and as many as seven nights, seven matches, 14 games. You you tell me things I talk about are boring all the time on this show. Yeah, and that's true. But now, I think you should take a look in the mirror. Why? Because America's hottest quiz sensation. It's not a sensation. It's been on for 40 years. It's in prime time on network television, Tom. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. I I rescind my comments. What are they? That's where people like Kelsey Grammer, you Mm -hmm. find them. Yeah, that's his playground. Prime Uh, time. Anthony Anderson. Right. Uh, Ted Danson. And more of today's hottest stars. Yeah. What do they put on in this syndicated Jeopardy time slot? Just a regular episode, a rerun? Regular Jeopardy is going. No, new episodes. Huh. Yeah. Wow, they're burning through. They're working material. Trebek like a dog right now. <laughs> it's it's unconscionable it's what they're doing. Yeah. It's really <laughs> 24 hours a day just making new Jeopardy content. Um, yeah, this is uh uh, it's it's a very exciting time for me, Tom, and uh, I don't want I don't want to be up all night watching this on DVR. You're not gonna be. Uh, so long, it's a half hour long. It's an hour long, okay, Tom. Forty forty two minutes with commercials. 
Yeah, but then I also have to watch the, the regular episode. <laughs> but I have to watch the commercials. Well, I want to see what... What if they're advertising Jeopardy-related products I might be interested in? I mean, in. they are sometimes. Like what? Jeopardy, the home game? They do that at the end when they're doing the uh, considerations provided Jeopardy by... Jeopardy apparel. Mm-hmm. Fake mustaches so you can look <laughs> no, like Alex Trebek that. from a few years ago. They, they, that I don't buy it. Um, gowns, evening gowns. That's more of a Wheel of Fortune tie-in. Yeah, uh, Pat Sajak's got his daughter uh, stepping in for him on Wheel of Fortune. Well, technically... <laughs> Vanna White is not his daughter. No. <laughs> no, Vanna White... <laughs> You know what? <laughs> you misunderstood that relationship. A lot of people think they're like married or something. <laughs> right. But uh, look, hey. No, Pat Sajak has- Vanna White looks great, but she's she's not uh, young enough to be- Pat Sajak has some kind of uh, uh, health issue as well. Why are we talking about this? Because you brought it up. <laughs> God damn it. I brought up Jeopardy. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune's on right before Jeopardy. It's on after Jeopardy, Pat- you idiot. It depends on the market you're in. Well, in our market, have you ever I, been in a market? I grew up in Mountain Time, Tim, and it's, <laughs> it's on there first. No, I feel like that was the case in North Carolina. When I was in North Carolina, it was so on vacation one. Yeah, time. a few times it was Wheel of Fortune, then Jeopardy. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, Pat Ajax like out for some procedure or whatever. They they move the roster up. So uh, Vanna White is hosting, mm-hmm. but then Pat Sajak's daughter is pressing the, the letters. Oh, you know who they had doing it before? Who? Uh, Minnie Mouse. What? Yeah. How? She just point to them. No, how did she exist in the real world? What do you mean? How did Minnie Mouse... You're in a Escape Disney World? the two-dimensional realm and... and I don't know. It happens every day in Orlando, Florida. I gotta get down there. Yeah. Oh, so it was just somebody in a costume, but they never let they works. never let on that that was the case. Did no, she talk? She, she took the head off frequently. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. There was a man in Did there. Did she talk at all? I guess Vanna White doesn't talk. No. They should have mascots doing that more, huh? I mean, I think Vanna White does a uh, a fine job. Yeah, but any idiot can do a fine job. You're you're tapping things. And it used to be hard to do, but now we all have these phones. We all know how to tap things. Yeah, that's true. So anyone could, off the street, they could be like, we need somebody to tap things that light up. And be like, oh, like a phone? Not like a phone, you idiot. Like a big board. Be like, oh, well, I'll try. And don't talk. And then what? And then they give them the job. They put them in a gown. Was Minnie Mouse wearing a gown? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see Minnie Mouse actually do it. I just read about it. I read a lot Where'd of articles about, about game about shows <laughs> in the newspaper. Tom, <laughs> get educate yourself once in a while. Pick up a newspaper, read a news story. Was it a report about it? Did you see Pat Sajak's daughter turning the thing? No, I read it? a report about it. But that's a much bigger deal than Minnie Mouse coming on board. What are you kidding me? Yeah. Be- Minnie Mouse was... finally gets a job after all these years. Why? Oh, now you sound just like Mickey. Tim, this week we're talking about some special felines. Cats. Cats. (laughs) Uh, Do you know how long the longest cat is, Tom? (laughs) Tim, you teased this to me before the show started. Uh Uh-huh. 
And uh, I was hoping you were going to save this for. I asked you to save it until the episode. Yeah, and I can't wait. I'm chomping right. at the bit. How, there's a house cat or like any cat? Uh, the lar- the world's longest domestic cat. Okay, a house cat. Domestic cat. How long is the cat? Are we talking nose to tail? Nose to tip of tail? Yeah. Well, it could have an abnormally long tail. It doesn't. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. How it's long? A, Give it to me in feet. I don't want inches. No, you need it in inches. Oh, come on. I'm not telling you. You had to guess. Oh, I don't know. A hundred inches long. Guess seriously. What? I think a house cat could be, uh, let's see, uh, 36 inches long. No, you idiot. 48 and a half inches. Wow. That's a pretty long cat. It's four feet long. That's a long cat. It's a long cat, but it's not <laughs> it, like I want like seven feet. The the Guinness Book of World Records went somewhere, took a picture of the cat, yeah, printed it in a book, mm-hmm. and made this web video about it. Right for forty f- for four feet. Right, and uh, I bet there's a lot of cats that are know, three and a half feet or something. Mm-hmm. I want to see. I don't think it includes the tail by the looks of this picture. Actually, I buy the Guinness Book of World Records every year to see freaks. Not just to see, oh, this this thing beat out the next thing by an inch or two. Yeah. I want to see some real monsters what in there. What kind of when monsters? I, the, like the the world's tallest man where it's like he's, he's his head's you, in outer space. You're only comfortable seeing that on, in the pages of a book <laughs> where you can tell yourself, no, this isn't He's real. not real. This is a Photoshop. Yeah. They're lying. It is forced perspective that they're using. The Guinness Book of World Records these days is wild. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's all pictures. It's okay. all in color. It's not. Remember the old one? Like felt oh, like, it, a, like a. It was like a like the, a dictionary. Yeah, it was like the like the phone book or something. Yeah. It was printed on like black and white newsprint. <laughs> yeah, the pages <laughs> were so thin. <laughs> it's like a reference volume. Who was referring to this often? I mean, other than ten year old boys. Yeah, well, when when you're like eight, nine, or ten. That like makes you feel like, oh, yeah, this is a very grown up thing I'm doing. Yeah, I feel like this, I'm a, this important a, a book. bookie or something yeah. looking these things up. Yeah, now it's all colorful. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's hardbound, I believe. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Got a copy of it in my home right now. Tim, I told you I buy a copy every year just for the freaks. <clears throat> you were talking about Cats. Cats the movie. Oh. Not the animal, but let me tell you, the movie is about the animal, so you're not too far off. Okay. Um, cause I just have a bunch of cat facts. Okay. Cats can't taste sweetness. Ooh. Huh. How do they know that? <laughs> because they, cause they can tell what taste buds do by looking at them. Didn't they do a thing where they downloaded a cat's brain a few years ago? <laughs> Tim, you gotta stop reading whatever. No, the they were reading. able to like get a picture out of a <laughs> cat's brain. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> you talk about they were else. able to get a picture. No, I'm not going to talk about something else. So you can Google picture out of cat's brain. They saw it wasn't high res. They saw they, what was it? A picture of a mouse, a picture of a dog, maybe a a, a fish bone. You talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's so interesting. <laughs> All right, I'll do this a little bit of research. Uh, I saw the motion picture Cats that came out. <laughs> I'm looking. 
Tim's vibrating with laughter as he's typing. What do I Google for this? I picture of cat from brain downloaded <laughs> no, from brain. I get all this stuff about cat scans. Well, yeah, I think that's what, Tim. That's what you're thinking of. A cat scan can be a picture of a brain. You just you jumbled up the words and you think it's uh, they can get a picture from a cat's brain. Um, I went and saw Cats, the motion picture. Tim, did you have any interest in seeing this movie when you heard about it? Um, I enjoyed the musical when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I've seen it twice on Broadway. Wow. The Great White Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lights, uh, the street illuminated by lights. Broadway, New yeah. York, Are New York. Are you just trying to come up with uh, other... <laughs> Euphemisms for Broadway. Yeah, what what is commonly called? Yeah. Um. Theater Alley. Alley That's not what they call Broadway. Um. And I want. I. I I was. uh, We'll talk about the musical itself in in a little bit. I was interested Uh in the film. Yeah. And then uh, I'm not interested anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like. Uh, it's so uh, bad that it it doesn't seem like it's good. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like it's so bad that it's fun. It was a little bit fun. Uh, let me preface this by saying I've seen a lot of things on the internet about people taking drugs and going to see this movie. Yeah. That's a real bad idea. Well, I don't think you should take drugs at all. What if you're sick with uh, pneumonia and you need antibiotics? Are you a Christian scientist or something now? What? You're distracted looking up, trying to look up picture it, downloaded from the, Cat's brain. Either, I think they cooked the cat up to a machine, <laughs> <laughs> and it was able to print a picture of its memory. What? Why did it have to print it? Why wouldn't it just display it on a screen? Was the printer, know, was the printer built into the helmet they built for the cat? <laughs> You're assuming that there's a helmet. How else are they going to get a picture of its brain? I don't know. Electrodes? Yeah. Maybe. Tim, I'm going to have to ask you to close your computer <laughs> while we're talking until the next break. No, it also... And then you can look it no, up. No, I'll just bring up my cat facts again. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, people are talking about going on drugs and seeing this movie. It's not a good idea. I haven't done any hallucinogenics but I imagine that that's what this movie replicates pretty well on its own. What drugs have you done? Sudafed. Okay. Sudafedrine. Pseudo- Sudafedrine. Uh, a lot of it, though, and crushed up and snorted. Mm-hmm. Uh, aspirin. Okay. Coca-Cola. Mm. thought you were going to say something else. Caffeine. That has. Right. Caffeine's a drug. Hey, alcohol, right? That's a drug. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, I haven't done anything that would make me see things. Right. Hallucinogenics. Uh, but this see would... Hallucinogens. 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 Um, but this seemed like it was doing that on its own. So I imagine if you took uh, acid or something and went in to see this movie... It would, I don't know, maybe just negate everything and everything would seem normal. It's a very strange movie. And a lot of the strangeness, I feel like people don't understand just how strange the musical is. Yeah. The musical, have you ever seen it on Broadway? Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. 
I saw it on Broadway. I remember when we went to school, because we went to school near the city, they mm-hmm. would take us to see Broadway shows in all like the time. In like high school, in junior yeah. high. Yeah. And uh, I remember going to see uh, Cats in like junior high. And they loaded us in so damn early. I don't recall. They, <laughs> I don't know. We were there like an hour before the sh- the curtain rose. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It was so long. We were just like sitting in the chairs, and I remember like being tired because you know the hormones and everything. Coursing the through. hormones made you tired. Yeah, as a teenager? hormones coursing through your body, making you tired. All right. And then finally, the play started. Not the play, the musical. But it didn't. It was like, oh, okay, I guess the musical starring the actors are out. No, the actors come into the to the dang audience. Yeah, I was I like, that was oh, cool. th- there's something. Oh, there's a technical problem. There's something wrong. We we got to get out of this theater. The <laughs> actors are th- are fleeing the stage. Yeah, the actors don't know where the boundary between <laughs> art and reality is, um, and they would just come and paw at you. Yeah. Um. And I remember as a teenager with hormones, at least thinking like, some of these cats are pretty hot, and they're wearing tight leotards and yeah, and I'm too tired to do anything. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do anything. Paw them back. Uh, no, I think that was for, uh, forbidden. I don't know if they announced that to the entire theater, but certainly all the teenagers there, uh, there will be no pawing back. <laughs> yeah, it was a special teen matinee <laughs> where they had to be like, all right, boys. That is we, weird. We tried to tire you out <laughs> walking you around. Uh, we, we, we just made you sit here for an hour Yeah. Uh, to bore you. Yeah, but now some beautiful dancers are going to come out and paw at you, and we don't want to you know, clean up the seats afterwards. I think when I was like five or six, <laughs> I had seen the commercials on TV. The commercials were constant when yeah. we were growing up. And it, it looked so cool. Cats, now and forever. At the, at Winter, the Winter Garden, Garden Theater. Theater. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they always showed... I'll stop before we get a uh, copyright notice. Yeah. When I was a child, I learned how to play that that part of that song on the piano. Oh, really? Do you still know how to play it? Uh, Probably not. You should learn. Relearn. I played it by ear, Tom. Wow. Yeah. And I think my parents thought like, this kid's a genius because I was like five or six when I did that. Yeah, he's some kind of a uh, prodigy. Yeah, and I was like, and they were like, get him to the Winter Garden Theater. (laughs) Maybe he'll come back and do that thing where he comes and like just plays all the songs on the piano after hearing them once. Andrew Lloyd Webber, we have your next sensation. Yeah, yeah, they were were, were like, oh, maybe we'll meet Mr. Lloyd Webber. Timmy, the piano playing boy. Yeah, and uh, I went maybe six or seven, and... uh, the other aspect mm-hmm. is it's it's in a junkyard. In, so yeah, the set, the was set all looks a, like a junkyard. And even when you're sitting down, there's uh, cat eyes that glow, yes. and then I uh, forgot about they're that. illuminated, Recede. and then they turn off. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, from the minute I step in this dang place, 
this is the most entertaining thing I've ever seen in my life. Maybe that's why they brought us there so early as teens, <laughs> so we could watch the cat eyes turn on and off. I think it was. I mean, back then, that was I think we were probably there for 15 immersive. minutes, but it was in the time before phones. Yeah, there so was nothing to do. forever. Yeah. It's like, oh, And, okay. like, you wanted to talk to your friends, but you were sitting in a seat yeah, and weren't allowed and to get up. they were constantly shushing. Yeah. yeah, and you weren't allowed to sit. They were very good when they would bring us to Broadway shows of making sure, like, we were not sitting even close to anyone we would talk to. Oh, God. I had to sit through next to this lady when we saw Miss Saigon, uh, <laughs> this guy's mom, who was just weeping from from the, the, the opening number, uh-huh. just weeping and weeping. And she when kept you... passing me tissues as if I was also <laughs> crying. <laughs> when they... It's it... like, I'm a... J- shitty 16 year old boy I, uh, i'm not paying yeah. attention <laughs> i'm thinking about i don't know monster trucks or something while this is going on thinking about those cats from a couple <laughs> of years ago those ladies in the tight leotards at the broadway show the other broadway lady show. i'm 16 years old i'm thinking about dan cortez right now <laughs> and what, what he's up to what he's got cooking for us next um I always thought Dan Cortez and Daisy Fuentes would get married one day. Right. They yeah. seem they had a very flirtatious relationship. Yeah. I think they were their flirt the flirting was through pre recorded uh you know, uh commercials or whatever. Yeah. But I still thought yeah. she ended up with Richard Marks. Yeah. Old enemy of the show. <laughs> um uh, Should I reignite my feud with Richard Marks? No, please in 2020? don't. No. Hey, Let's make that uh, the show. What from now on? It's a new decade. Uh huh. Let's uh, let's let's start shit. No, that's a one time you did it, and you immediately got called out on it. I know, and, and I backed down because <laughs> the Tim of the 2010s was a was a little coward. Right. But now I'll fight back. In what way? I'll hit them back. Oh, I see. You're going to be one of those guys like, well, you come after me. I hit I hit back 10 I times, pun- 10 harder. times harder. Yeah. yeah. You say just something like disgusting that makes everybody embarrassed. To yeah. Know you. Or like make make a threat. <laughs> right. Go too far. Um, Tim and Tom, the go too far guys. No, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that doesn't roll off the tongue or anything. Say it. Tim and Tom, the go too far guys. No, I don't like it. It's horrible. The guys who go too far. Yeah, I don't want to be... Oh, have you heard? Oh, this is Tom. He does a podcast. Oh, what's it about? Oh, he goes too far. Yeah, he takes things too far. <laughs> um, th- speaking of that that uh, chaperone with you at, at the uh, Miss Saigon musical, that's a musical or a play? Musical. Yeah. They should... When you have to sign up for like a chaperone, there's like a slip. There should be a little checkbox. Like, will you cry while you're being a chaperone? If you're gonna cry, no, you should be a chaperone. Because she couldn't uphold her duties as a chaperone sitting yeah, in a theater. Yeah, what if what if mayhem broke out and she, she was prob- too busy sobbing to do anything about it? What is she meant to do in that situation? Shield the children. <laughs> <laughs> That's what chaperones are yeah. signing up for to be uh, human shields. Human shields. Yeah. Yeah. The children are our future. Exactly. That they should have to sign an oath that says, "I believe that children are our future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way." Yeah. And I won't cry. I swear to God. <laughs> they oh. should make them swear to God. <laughs> uh, 
I, I forgot. I came up with fun uh, names that we can call each other for uh, for this episode. Okay. Oh, <laughs> cat names. <clears throat> Your Rum Tom Tugger. Uh huh. And I'm uh, Timble Shanks. <laughs> what is is there a something Shanks in the in the movie? Skimble Shanks. Oh, uh, Skimble Shanks. Yeah, but it's Timble Shanks. Timble Shanks and, and Rum Tom Tugger. Okay. So don't call me Tim anymore. I'm Timble Shanks. Right. Tim for short. Well, do you know though, so this is one of one of the first things that happens in the movie is that there's a song about how all cats have three names. Right. The names people give them, mm-hmm. the names other cats call them. Right. And then a third name that nobody knows but the cat itself. Which what uh, why? That's Don't between... even mention it then. <laughs> hmm. That's not a thing. Nobody has a name. The first two make sense. Right. That's fine. It's like, how is a human supposed to, they don't speak cat. Right. A human. Except when we're let into this world and get to hear all the things they say. Yeah. And I understand a cat's, you know, somebody's given a cat a name and they're like, what? That's not the name I go by. I already speak cat and I've got a name. Fine, though. I'll occasionally respond to this name, which which makes sense why cats often don't respond to their names when they're called because they're like, oh, right, yeah, I'm Tim. Forgot about that. But a third name that only they know, that's stupid. Why do you need that? I don't know. It's between, it's it's for, look, Tom, maybe it's their mantra when they meditate. Oh, okay. They don't show them meditating in the movie at all. Do they ever show them licking their butts? For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram Cabin Air Filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, well now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to fram.com, that's f r a m.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Sakara. You want to feel better about what you eat. But sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Sakara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. 
Tom, to -hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, I I tried some of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm -hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to Saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash guide. The movie, it starts off, this movie has no plot. And the musical has no plot. It's a bunch of songs sung by cats about themselves. Yeah. so They're auditioning to die. Yeah, kind of. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is that we're following a cat named Victoria. Played by Victoria Beckham? No. Played by who? Played by some ballerina. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think it was her first movie role. All right. Let me tell you something else about all these dancers in this thing, Tim. At one point, uh, Taylor Swift shows up mm-hmm. as a cat, not as herself. She looks gigantic next to all mm. these people. And Taylor Swift is certainly not a gigantic person. Okay. But because but her cat character is bigger no, than the No, other no, no. It's not anything like that. It's not forced perspective <laughs> like uh, like Guinness World Records resorts to. It's just that all these dancers are so... Uh, short and skinny that when Taylor Swift comes along somebody who in real life is still very skinny she like towers over them in a menacing way wait say that again all the like dancers that they got to play the cats okay they're very short and very thin like Judy Dench no not Judy Dench she Jennifer Hudson she she doesn't come until later what about James Corden not them they don't have like big dance numbers. Taylor Swift has a dance number with a bunch of other cats, and she looks like she's three times the size of everybody else. Okay, so she's a big cat. She's forty eight point five inches long. No, I think it's long. just that the <laughs> that you're trying to say she's some kind of world record breaking cat. Hey, if anyone's gonna break a world record, it's gonna be Taylor Swift. That's true. She's very uh, determined. Yeah. So, uh, you know what movie Taylor Swift should be in what snakes. Why? Oh, because she's a snake. Yeah. According to, uh, what's her name? Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. But they're friends now again, I heard. <clears throat> yeah. Thank God. <laughs> That's what I said when I found out. Uh, so we, we get this cat called Victoria that comes out. Mm-hmm. She gets thrown. She's in a bag. And they Played throw her Francesca in an alley. Francesca Hayward. Yeah. They throw her in the alley. And all the cats come out and they sing at her. And they sing this song about the The naming of cats. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, oh, okay. Well, at the end of the movie, she'll get her cat name. Nope. Never gets a cat name. I don't think they ever call her Victoria again. Okay. I think they're like, what's your name? And then she's like, it's Victoria. And they're like, a cat has three names or something like that. And they sing a whole song. And then the whole issue's dropped and she never says her name again. All right. I have no problem with that. Would you have cared if your name is like, oh, it's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that was the best one you could come up with? <laughs> I'm still thinking about you this cat's <laughs> brain. 
Stop. I can't, I'm, I'm so pissed. We, if, somebody, we, if somebody scanned your brain right now, that's what they'd see. Yeah. <laughs> they'd a see. cat looking at a picture of its brain. No. That's, you don't understand. The cat wasn't looking at a picture of its brain. It downloaded, humans downloaded an image off a cat's brain. Of what? What the cat saw. And what did it see? I don't remember. A bird. That's, that's not important. That's very important. What if they just downloaded, you know, the cat wasn't thinking about anything and they just downloaded static. And they're like, oh, that's what the cat was thinking about. Yeah, but it's uh, it, it was something. It wasn't static. <sighs> I think the cat might have been dead, too. What? Yeah. So they got the memory? Yeah, a cat's a memory. Cat? That's what that song Memories about. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. So the cats, they they tell Victoria about these these uh, the names. And the names are just the beginning of some insane vocabulary that exists only in this movie. So all the cats are Jellicle cats, mm-hmm. but they all want to be the Jellicle choice mm-hmm. so that they can go to the heavy side layer. Right. Hell. No, I think it's heaven. I think no. it's supposed to be heaven. Yeah. But they're all Jellicle cats, but they all want to be Jellicle cats, even though they are Jellicle cats and they all want to get, the no, they ge- want to be the chosen. Jellicle. They want to be the the Jellicle choice, which will then make them the Jellicle cat. Okay, it's it makes no sense, and Jellicle's not a name. I it's mean, not it's a, a name. It's not a word. It doesn't mean anything. What does Tom mean? It means me. It means my name. <laughs> if they said you can make up a word, that's fine. But say, oh, here's the word we made up. Jellicle. This is what it means. It means you know, cats that like to have fun or something. That would be fine. They don't ever do that. You got to do that work on your own, Tom. They're Andrew Lloyd Webber is in, in T.S. Eliot. They're not going to sit there and spell things out for I you. I was trying the entire movie to, to work out what the hell Jellicle meant. That's Well, you just let it go, man. And they even had songs. They had a song that was like, Jellicle cats, dun, 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 Jellicle, Jellicle yeah. cats, dun, dun, dun. and the song explained nothing. What did it explain, though? It explained that Jellicle cats are Jellicle cats, or something along those mm. lines. Jellicle cats are <laughs> Jellicle, Jellicle, Jellicle cats are Jellicle cats. That's disrespectful. Jellicles do, and Jellicles can. Uh-huh. Jellicles can, and Jellicles do. <laughs> Jellicle cats sing Jellicle chants. Jellicles old and Jellicles new. That's it? Jellicles uh. song and Jellicles dance. Jellicles songs for Jellicles cats. Jellicles songs for Jellicles cats. <laughs> Jellicles songs for Jellicles cats. Jellicles songs for Jellicles cats. cats. And that's where we get the name Cats for the musical. <laughs> oh, it came from that song. Yeah. Uh, can you ride on a broomstick to places... Far distant. So they're witches. A Jellicle Famili- cat is a witch. Yeah. Familiar with candle, with book, and with bell. Cats can't read books. Were you Whittington's friend, the Pied Piper's assistant? Who's Whittington? Have you been an alumnus of heaven and hell? What? Are these the actual? Are you mean like a minx? <laughs> are you lean like you a lynx? To check. Like, are you keen to be people. seen when you're smelling a rat? That's fine. That's all cat stuff. Great. Were you there when pharaohs commissioned the Sphinx? Yeah. Yeah. Cats. I mean, are they? Yeah. 
Uh, if you were and you are, you're a jellical cat. So it's a cat. You're a jellical cat if you're a cat. <laughs> yeah. And if you've been to both heaven and hell. Right. And if you're immortal. Yeah. Okay. And if you helped the Pied Piper steal all those kids, I think. Was it kids or rats? No, he purported to get the yeah, he said, cats, oh, I'm and then get he the ran r- up with the kids. Yeah, uh, it's not always the way. It's Pied Pipers. Pied Pipers. <laughs> Constantly fooled by Pied Pipers. So then we meet more cats after this whole... The f- the first song, I swear to God, it's 15 minutes long. The Naming of Cats, that yeah. song? Okay. And then uh, maybe that and the Jellicle Cats. They sing Jellicle Cats or Jellicle. About a thousand times, and then we see, we get to uh, 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 Rebel Wilson. She's a, like an indoor cat. Okay, I like Rebel Wilson. You do? I don't like Rebel Wilson. Jenny Any Dots. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Did you even see the movie, Tom? Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Jenny Any Dots. Yeah. Maybe they changed it for the movie. It's it's that was her name. Do in they the movie. call her Jenny for short? I think they call her Jenny for short. They call her Jenny for short, and she Marika's gonna murder you. She has a whole gonna murder both of us. She has a whole song and dance number, and then she reveals these mice that have the face of children that she's she's I don't know threatened with death to play in a band for. Oh, they play in a band? Yeah. That's cool. And then there's marching cockroaches, but they're women. They're just regular women. That that are wearing like cockroach costumes, and then she starts eating them. All right, but they're they're it's people. a psychedelic movie, oh, man. It's horrifying, and like that. It's al- supposed to be. It's a comment on society for Jellicle society. <laughs> I thought Jellicle society was a good society. Mm. For that reason alone, the fact that a cat rebel Wilson starts eating uh, tiny cockroach-sized women. Don't do drugs before you go see this movie. You're going to wind up in a psych ward. Uh, she's like eating them in half and stuff. Um, no, because when you see a regular Rebel Wilson movie and mm-hmm. you're on drugs and you see that happen, yeah, you're like, oh, man, this is crazy. But when you see that happen, I bet it seems normal. Right. You might want to go back to your drug dealer and say, hey, I want a refund. Yeah. All I saw was a regular Rebel Wilson movie <laughs> with her doing normal things. Yeah. What movies has Rebel Wilson been in? She, I don't. I might not know who she is. No. Oh, she's in the, the Pitch Perfect movies. That's her claim to fame. I haven't seen those films. Have you seen those films? I saw the first one. Why'd you see it? Because I like Anna Kendrick. Yeah, you're one of these guys. It's like, hey, my girl's in that movie. I gotta go see my <laughs> one girl. One of these guys. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, you, you, you. <laughs> my girl's in this. Movie. <laughs> I'm a 1930s gangster. My girl's in the picture. I gotta go see it. No, you're like an old man who's like, eh, that's my girlfriend. Uh, I love her. I'll see her in anything <laughs> she a, does. That's, I'm an old man who thinks. Women in movies are my girlfriend. Yeah, like you're a fan of a lady. Uh-huh. Uh, you're like, I think that lady's pretty. I'm going to see all the movies she's in. Yeah, that's mostly the American public. That's I, why you see movies to see uh, a pretty lady or a hunk. Yeah. I mean, you know more than probably better than anyone, Tim, that all the movies I see have hunks in them. That's I will true. not go see a movie with ugly men. Yeah. <laughs> hunks only. They put th- uh, no. They put. Ugly men in movies all the time. I won't go to see a movie that's exclusively ugly men. 
Mm. You gotta have at least one hunk in there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who was the hunk in the Irishman? Ray <laughs> Romano. <laughs> um, who was the hunk in the Irishman? Yeah, probably Ray Romano. He aged the most gracefully. Yeah, Ray Romano turned into quite a look. History will show will will vindicate me on this. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Raymond. Better than <laughs> oh, Seinfeld. I thought that was just going to be your <laughs> statement. Everybody loves Raymond. Look, <laughs> I'm going to say what everybody's afraid to say. Everybody loves Raymond. Nah, not Robert. He tolerates Raymond mm, at, at best. At best, yeah. Eh, he loves him. So then, you know, a movie's nothing without conflict, Tim. Mm-hmm. And we got conflict in spades with this cat. <laughs> this cat called Macavity. Okay. Played by uh, Idris Elba. Right. First off, we see him in like wanted posters before we see him. And in the wanted posters, Who he made is, the wanted posters? Look. The other cats? Everything. Nothing in this movie makes any sense. The scale of the cats is constantly changing. That's okay. Sometimes the cats are the size of mice. Sometimes they're the size of people. And you then when didn't we complain. See <sighs> what? About Sorry. Ant-Man? That's part of the thing he changes sizes. <laughs> in When we see backgrounds of London, it takes place in London. There's a lot of like signs and stuff, and they mm. all are cat-themed. So you get the impression that, oh, this is a world where humans don't exist. There's only No, but cats. humans give uh, the cats one of their names. Right. So humans do exist. Otherwise, why would they be singing about them? Of course. But there are all these businesses and stuff that have, like, cat names that say, like, uh, like the you know, it's like a bar, but it just serves milk because that's what cats like. Right. So it doesn't. A lot of cats. Mm-hmm. Are lactose intolerant? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, this the it just doesn't make any sense now that I think even more about it that it exists in a world where the people are also cat like I guess, but there are all these wanted posters for Idris Elba's character where he has like much more of a cat face. He has like a mouth and a nose of a cat. Right. And I'm seeing this first. I'm like, oh no. I don't want to see a guy that looks like that. He doesn't look like that. He looks like Idris Elba, but with cat ears and and fur. Mm-hmm. And his name's McCavity, and he mm-hmm. sings a whole song about how that's his name. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what all the songs are. <laughs> and what kind of cat was he? Uh, like a bad cat, I guess. That's the thing. They. He was the mystery cat, Tom. They talk about him like he's really bad. But they don't give any examples. But then later on in the movie, he can teleport himself and other cats. And he's teleporting them all to a barge for unknown reasons to make them walk a plank, I guess. Just because you don't understand what the cats are doing doesn't mean it's wrong. No, it's because he wants to be the Jellicle choice. Yeah, they all do. So he teleports all the, the front runners to the barge. So then he can say to Dame Judy Dench, uh, old Deuteronomy... Uh, that's her name. That's not just a nickname I have for Judy Dench. You have called her that for years, though, before she was even cast. She was originally cast in the first production on the West End. Wow. Uh, but broke, snapped her Achilles tendon and could not be in uh, Miss, Miss Opening Night, was not in Cats until now as Old Deuteronomy. 
And let me tell you, in this movie, Jude, you get to see that Judy Dench has very bad teeth. <laughs> okay. That's all. Was it? Were they her real teeth? I uh, I'd hope so. Were they, they cat teeth? No, they were regular human teeth. But they did all this work to make it look like she had fur, and they couldn't, you know, fix her teeth a little bit. What's, I mean, now I need to see these teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, you just like a lot of like right. it looked like somebody. I'm gonna look that looked, up, but first I'm gonna look up how they downloaded a picture off a cat's brain. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Judy Dench was like had gone to like her her first appointment to get some bridge work done, <laughs> and then filmed this movie in between when they finished it or something. Her mouth is closed in all of these pictures. Yeah, because they want to sell tickets, don't they? <laughs> no, <laughs> not just. Like it, I just I just did an image search for for Judy Dench, it's is that true? Look at every single result is her with her mouth uh, slammed shut. She's not yeah, she's not yeah. smiling, showing teeth at all. No, hmm. turn safe search off. I think that's probably what's <laughs> doing it. Let me just oh dear. <laughs> so Judy Dench shows up. She's old Deuteronomy. She's gonna make the Jellical choice. Uh, Idris Elba. Oh, her teeth are fine. McCavity is like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I made all the other cats disappear. Now I'm the Jellicle choice. Idris Elba throws off the overcoat he's wearing, and he is just naked as the day he was born all of a sudden. And it's very... You see his wiener? No. Nobody has genitals in this movie or nipples. <coughs> but for some reason... I guess because like really looking for the nipples. No, I guess there. like the 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 color of Idris Elba's fur is very close to his skin color, and he's very short, uh, short-haired cat, and it just looks like he's naked as soon as he takes this uh, this robe off and starts dancing around. And again, he is just much bigger than everybody else in the movie. So all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, there's just like a big naked man dancing here. All right. Well, there's a hunk. There's the hunk oh, that I you mean, came to I'm see. I'm not complaining. Yeah. It was just like, you know, I would have liked a little preparation before then. What do you mean preparation? This guy would appear on screen to him all of a sudden and say, McCavity, his name, and make himself and a cat disappear. And then sometimes he would say, McCavity, and he would appear. Yeah, and you're saying this cat isn't a badass? He is a badass, but I don't know why everybody else saw that. Because he was disappearing cats, Tom. What's Jennifer Hudson's cat's name? Grump, Grumble Bell? <laughs> Gr- Gr- Grizabella, Marika said. <laughs> Marika's going to punch you in the <laughs> face when this is all done. Jennifer Hudson must have had in her contract, uh, every shot of me, I need to have snot pouring out of my nose into my mouth like because I'm crying so hard. Jennifer She's just Hudson? crying in every scene. How how is her performance of memory? Oh, I mean, she belted. You know, like that last verse in Memories, where like they really memory. memory. We're like, yeah, but the words are memories. She doesn't ever say memory. Tom, you're just saying false things. <laughs> it's when when you sing that song, it goes memory, not memories. Yeah. Memories like the da-da-da. No, just because you don't know something doesn't mean that everybody else is wrong. Well, let me tell you though, when she gets that final verse, 
Holy hell does she belt it out. Blew blew my hair back. So the, the touch me. Yeah, touch me. It was like like that uh the old Maxell commercials. <laughs> from before we were born yeah <laughs> it was like that but aside from that did you see this in 4dx by no the way? i wish uh but before that every time you see her she's just like real sad and all the other cats are like get the hell out of here idiot and you're like why are all the cats so mean to her and then it's like oh well she got involved with uh with mccavity it's like right what the hell does that mean what what does McCavity do that's so use bad? Use your imagination, man. I don't want to use my imagination. Explain everything to me. That's why I'm going to the movies to yeah. learn some things. And then, should I explain? Did you like ha- the movie? No, I hated it. Uh, I told you that you shouldn't go because you wouldn't like it. Let me tell you. The, you're like, no, it'll be cool. I'm gonna do drop a lot of acid. <laughs> the top two reasons I hated it. And then one reason why I liked it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the the first reason is that towards the end of the movie, this is one of those, like, uh, remember the last Lord of the Rings movie that had, like, ten false endings? I didn't see it. Well, you should see it. How do you, you don't know how the saga ends. They win. But at what cost? It's probably considerable. It's not that bad. <laughs> but Oh, this I gotta see. <laughs> this movie... It keeps ending, and you're like, "All right, you're getting your coat on, you're putting your hat on, you know, you're putting your bam." Another up. verse of memory. Yeah, well, and then another just like, reprise of Jellicle yeah, cats. Yeah, and it, that happens. There's just a whole bunch of other shit that happens, and then when you think it's over, all of a sudden, old Deuteronomy herself turns to the camera oh, nice. and addresses the audience. Oh, that scares the hell out of me. So, especially if you're on acid. No, no. If you're on any kind of drugs, all of a sudden the the characters. I don't need to be on drugs to be uh, scared by a, a movie talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm always unsettled by a breaking of the the fourth wall. So she's breaking the fourth wall, and there are three characters behind her that are all like listening to her, but not also breaking the fourth wall. Which I like. I was just fascinated watching them acting. Okay. Um, so she breaks the fourth wall and just talks a lot and then like goes into another number and you're like, all right, that's the end. No, it comes back to her still breaking the fourth wall, like explaining more things to you and showing you how bad her teeth are. And then Jennifer Hudson. No, I think it was before then she flies off into the heavy side layer, which is heaven, I guess. Yeah, whatever. You don't have to understand it. But they just put her in a hot air balloon and send her off. That's what we Eventually, do. Eventually, <laughs> that's what we do. Eventually, that thing's just going to pop and she's going to plummet to her death. You don't know that. That's true. Cats can always land on their feet. Exactly. Um, so that was one thing I didn't like. Uh, the second thing I didn't like was that. That was like eight things that you just talked for like 15. Oh, the, you didn't like the false endings. Yeah. Well, I didn't like Judy Dench breaking the fourth wall. Okay. I also didn't like, well, this is going to be a two-parter. I had ordered a popcorn and a soda and candy in advance. Okay. Where did you see this? At an AMC theater. Which uh, which one? Uh, the Village 7. Okay. I have AMC A-list. Pat. I'm on the A-list. Wow. 
They, do you? I can only imagine the look on your fucking face, the self-important look on your face when you skip the line mm-hmm. to get in the the preferred line. That oh, like, it's incredible. You do that. You would be the worst billionaire or uh, horribly rich person because you, whenever <laughs> you have, even like a modicum of power. Yeah, exactly. Like I've been to concerts with you where we've been friends with the the person playing so we have a backstage pass and you treat everybody <laughs> like dirt the way you like push through the crowd without even looking at Out anybody and just being like uh yeah uh uh yeah i go back there even if you have like the lowest level of the three backstage passes uh-huh. you treat everybody like such That's shit how you i get can only imagine you in the concession line where you have the the fast they pass line they have a priority there. pass line uh, well, so for this, I was supposed to be able to, because I had ordered ahead, just have the popcorn waiting for me. It wasn't waiting for me. Oh, no. This <sighs> poor service employee that had to feel your wrath. It wasn't there. I don't know what was going on. I think it was, I think they the don't. movie theater. Everything's always fucked up at the oh, movie theater. Oh, this movie theater in particular. Uh, the, Did the you way speak to they, the manager? No, but the way they had everything set up, the concession stand was before the ticket taking. Okay. So you you would have to walk out to go to this concession stand and then go back through. Why don't you fucking get it before you go in? Because I didn't realize that was the setup. Well, you passed it on the way in, didn't you? But I thought there would be more because when I did this express payment thing, it's like, all right, what theater are you in? I was like, oh, okay. So it's going to be in a concession stand on a different floor. The Village 7 is like 14 floors high. May I ask you to do something, Tom? What? Use your head. I was using my head. I was thinking, well, they're smart guys at AMC. They probably have this popcorn weighing at my my seat or something. Mm -hmm. They ask you what your seat is. It's implied. Well, why do you need to know where my seat is if you're not delivering the popcorn to me? Right. So did you go in there and wait for them to deliver it? No. So you knew that that wasn't going to happen. No, once I got up to close to the theater, I was like, Oh, there's no, the concession stands up here aren't open because when you're doing it, it says like, we'll have it ready at the closest concession stand. And there's a big theater. So I thought, oh, it'll be the one upstairs, but it wasn't open. This is your problem with the movie Cats. That's one of, that's part one of one of my, uh, that's part one of the second part of my problem. The other one was, um, uh, they had a lot of sauces out and they had some spicy mayonnaise that looked pretty good. So I put one of those in my pocket and then Monday morning I reach into my uh, my jacket pocket and it's all slimy because the, the spicy mayonnaise burst in my pocket over the weekend. Wow. It was this, I was yeah, on my way sounds... to lunch and then I had just like a spicy mayonnaise hand the Let whole time. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Was it in your jacket? Yeah. Or was it in your jeans pocket? No, no, no. It was in my jacket. If it was in my jeans pocket, I would have just gone home. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you went into the theater, yeah. realized you had to go out and get your concession stand. You didn't take your coat off? You no. went back out to the concession stand in your yeah, coat? Yeah, because, no, I didn't get to my seat. I got like halfway up the theater and I was like, oh, there's no... This thing, I'm telling you, Tim, it's like an endless escalator you're going up. I escalator know, I know. after escalator. So it was like halfway up. I was like, ah, I feel like I'm not seeing these other concession yeah. stands and open. And you don't walk on the escalator, right? 
I do walk on the escalator. I'm Did impatient. you? Were you walking at that yeah, point? Yeah, I'm impatient. I, of course I walk on the escalator. Well, this is quite a damning criticism of the movie Cats. <laughs> Uh, but here's the thing that I did like about cats. <laughs> there was like this rowdy group of like very obvious theater kids, mm-hmm. like college theater kids that were there to see it. And they were laughing way, way, way too hard at everything. Where it's like, yeah, that's funny, but like, come on, take it down a couple of notches. It's not that funny. It's yeah. just like, oh, this movie's ridiculous. Um,. <laughs> After the movie, I went to the bathroom, and like one, like one of the ringleaders of this group, this real little nerdy kid, and he's wearing like a suit jacket, <laughs> and he was the one like really like like and everything. Mm. I walk into the bathroom, he's in there sobbing, <laughs> and then I leave the bathroom, and he comes out after he, you know, I guess wipes himself up and comes out after and acts like nothing's wrong. <laughs> There's a group of friends that's waiting there. And then I have to like ride the escalator down with this whole group. And I'm with a few people and I'm like looking at them like, like, I got to tell you guys something after we get out of the theater. And he's like, yeah, my, I thought the most ridiculous part was that Grizzle Bear sang that song. It's like, you know, this guy was just crying in the bathroom for some reason. And then the other thing was one of one of his friends was saying that uh, was bragging to the other guys that uh, that he had gone to (laughs) that he had gone to Coyote Ugly the night before because one of his friends is a bartender there. And I was like, no, your friend's not a bartender. Coyote Ugly. That's what the bartenders tell everyone so that they don't feel bad coming back. Like, no, you're my friend. You can come here. Those were the two things I liked about cats. <laughs> you like the show, you can uh friend us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash complete guide. Uh you can get more information at uh the internet website, tcgte.com. Uh Tom, take it. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You follow me at your pal Tim. Uh, uh if you want to support the show. <laughs> Check out tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast this week, a very special episode, Tim. Yeah. Entitled, Oh, Henry. Oh, baby. <laughs> it's a one-off where Tim's reading. Tim's read some Oh, Henry stories and he's going to talk about them. And then next week we're going to dive into another novel. Yeah. For Tim, there will be voting. If you're a Patreon member, you get to vote. So keep an eye out for that email. Yeah. Tim, has my description of cats made you any more interested in cats? Mm. Oh, also, when I was when this kid was talking about Coyote Ugly, I couldn't help but thinking of uh, the time I was in One Tree Hill because that took place at like what was meant to be like a, an obvious riff at Coyote Ugly. Because I was thinking to myself, like, uh, I'm like, I think I've been to Coyote Ugly. And then I was like, oh, no, only in the pictures. I don't, I don't think I've been to the real Coyote Ugly. Only, only in the, uh, only on the silver screen have I been to Coyote Ugly. All right, we'll see you next week.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.